Movie Hour, episode 132, May 5th, 2011. Spoiler alert, the following our programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Welcome everyone to tonight's fantastic episode, Audrey Hepburn's Breakfast at the Movie Hour. I'm your host, Greg Maloney, and I'm here with my friends to talk movies, starting with the most punctual of the bunch. We have my brother, James, and then, of course, everyone's favorite, Jeff. Welcome back, fellas. I get punctual. He gets everyone's favorite. <laughs> awesome. I think, awesome. Uh, I think that one of those is correct. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you the gym was a couple minutes late today. <laughs> uh, I was here on time. Technology's working against you. I, yeah, yeah, I saw Jim was here. I saw him. He was here. He just, you know, he just wasn't on. I, we can't trust the people on the East Coast. We can't. We got to stick together, James. We're a team. That's right. This is Gunga Pit Central Original Studios right here, and uh, yeah, we can't trust the new studios just because we can't see them as much. But there is a. Before we get started, there is also another familiar face here today, and he joins us from Gunga Pit West. We're just expanding everywhere. Welcome back to the show, Josh. Hi. The West, Co- well, the West Coast is getting pretty big. Uh, the movie hour out here, it's it's growing. Yeah, cool. Under your time. under your tutelage, of course. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I have so much to do with it, or if it's more the internet. I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I'm, I'm doing did, my part. Did they just get the internet out there? Yeah, it's fast as shit <laughs> it's too. Yeah. <laughs> it's expanding. With the movie hour in front, that's the first thing that goes to everyone's theater as it gets to that area. <laughs> now, first... while we have you, while we have you on the on the phone on the on the, in the studio, I got to bring her up. Now that the Sharks are winning, have you completely just shit all over the wings every time you talk to somebody else? No, hell no. Hell no. You still, you're still wearing your Eisenman jersey out there? Oh, naturally. <laughs> just, I'm wearing my coffee jersey. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the Paul, what was he, like a Red Wing for two seasons or something? I don't know. I hated something him. Like mm. Paul Coffey was a great guy. Back we dumped him just in time for a first cup. Oh, you knew him personally, did you? Right. Totally did. For sure. The Red Wings will bounce back game tomorrow and uh should yeah, mention at the joe yeah at the joe and we again we are recording this tonight and if we make references of like drinking beer please don't judge us because it's at night right now and you guys might listen to this tomorrow morning and think wow they're drinking beer but don't forget it's a podcast and we're, <laughs> believe it or not this isn't a live on the air yeah, show yeah oh, and also we're really cool guys we can drink whenever we feel like it <laughs> right josh i'm an adult yeah <laughs> <laughs> true story true story <laughs> the penis of a five-year-old in danger of turning this again into uh the tv hour i just wanted to mention third game of thrones episode watched it getting better and better keep up the good work good job and uh so that's our weekly game of thrones update yep, from weekly game of update from the <laughs> still good this just yeah. <laughs> pretty good this week too okay see ya so south park kicked off their season and this goes actually to josh's Josh, have you seen the new South South Park episode? It's called Human no. Centipede, so you might want to look into it because I it's... might try to catch it. Will they have that streaming on? It's uh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, you can find it. South, to... They have their own thing. They uh, I don't. You can get there, but go to SouthPark.com. I think we'll get you there too. So, um, yeah, I guess that's obvious. Never mind. Silly, stupid, stupid point. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, but that those those are the only two things I'm going to say. The Human Centipede, South Park, still hilarious. Keep up the good work. And uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. And there, there's been a lot of activity from the last week. I actually, 
have been very busy meeting with a lot of people and I did not catch a new movie. I caught a couple things I've seen before, but we're going to get to those too busy with the new sponsors. Yeah. There's a lot of people I've been showing around town. People love Detroit, I guess. People love Detroit. I, yeah. Can I get some cheers? Detroit. Yeah, I have like 10 it's bad jokes in my head that I can't tell on this right now. <laughs> news to me. Uh, but luckily, there were other people that caught up, you know, more panel panels on the show that caught a lot of movies. So, James, let's start with you. Sounds like you probably caught the most of uh, the group of us. Um, yeah, I ended up seeing four movies that were new to me this week. Jesus. Yeah, lots, lots. Um, I'm only going to review <laughs> one full-fledged style, but uh, I'll talk about the, <clears throat> the first three real quick. Um, one I did see was uh, Porco Rosso, another one of Greg's. Another Hot Miyazaki movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> real quickly, I didn't feel like it was up to par with the other Miyazaki movies in terms of his imagination. Um, really, the only weird, wacky part was the fact that this one guy was cursed to be a pig man. And that, other than that, it's a pretty normal world. Is that why the, name, the, the word Porco is in the title? Yes, it is. It means like the Crimson Pig. Cause he he solved the puzzle! I yeah, thought it... he was from Japan. Yeah. Uh, actually, no, this is a Japanese animated movie about a pig that lives in France. All right, you know what? Never mind. Forget it. Delve into it. One weird part I found about the movie was that this, he was cursed to look like this pig, but they never explain it, so I don't even know why they bring it up. So that, that was kind of weird. Uh, I did like the premise of the seaplane-driven world. Um, Michael Keaton, who I normally like, kind of actually sound bored in some of his voice acting in this, which kind of <laughs> put me off. You, you could tell he was just waiting to smoke his cigarettes and drink. His, it, it was his weird, yeah. Some of the like some of the lines he seemed into, and some of the lines he's just like reciting, <laughs> like reading. So just like Beetlejuice. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> fuck you. But yeah, it was <laughs> movie was a little dull in the beginning until the plane uh, crash needed to be rebuilt and it picked up from there. And probably it's my least favorite of the Miyazaki movies to date. Very Jeez. I think I think the Jasmine stop by. <laughs> it did sound like that. But it. um, <laughs> I think Jeff doesn't want to talk about it anymore, so let's continue. All right, well, well I'll switch to one movie that he's already reviewed then. I, oh. I also saw Adventureland this week. Okay. Uh, fun movie. Uh, about young love during summer between college semesters. I, I thought it was pretty good. A few good performances, especially uh Martin Starr from Freaks and Geeks, I thought was really good in it. And then a few poor I don't know if a performance is the right word, but a few poor characters. I didn't like the Kristen Wig or Bill Hader roles as the uh, park owners. I thought they were too SNL skittish. They kind of, I don't know, didn't mesh in well with me for that. Uh, I thought it'd be a little bit better, but uh, it was pretty decent. And was then he, Jesse Eisenberg still playing Jesse Eisenberg? Yeah, he was on that one. Yep. Just more. Um, and, the, and then the third movie I saw was uh, Salt with my brother Greg. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw that. Yeah. Uh, this is literally the definition of a generic action movie. Um, it's an overdone me versus the world type premise. No unique stunts. No extra cool action sequences. Leave Schreiber is the bad guy. Yeah, Leave Schreiber. I do like him. Uh, they, spoiler alert. Fuck. Yeah, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And, oh, spoiler and they do try alert, to sell her as the bad girl, but you never believe it. Right. So, but uh, the one thing that really, really bothered me about this movie, like I needed a reason, but she was a originally a Russian spy put into the CIA system, and she changed her mind, decided, okay, I'm going to be a good girl like years ago. But she never told anybody about it until like all the shit went down, and right. then she went 
rogue and tried to take care of it herself. And that was the she had four years to like play the double agent and didn't. Is yeah, and all of a sudden, just like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell my new government about it either. Fuck it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so those are the three movies that I just want to talk about real quick, and I'll uh, review. It's a great movie to jump movie in later. and watch the middle of, by the way. That's that's what I did. It was very yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, continue. Let's not talk about salt any, any longer. Okay, so, um, yeah, uh, the real movie I do want to talk about is a movie that's in theaters now called Rubber. And I talked about this a couple weeks ago. It's about a tire that becomes sentient and goes on a killing spree using its telepathic mind blast. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is stupid, and it's random, (laughs) but it's also pretty darn amusing. Um, And oddly enough, the killer tire premise isn't actually the strangest part of this movie. Um, The opening scene is a local sheriff who's giving a monologue straight to the camera about um, the occurrences of, and I'm throwing air quotes out there right now, no reason in movies. Uh, He starts off by saying, why is the alien in E.T. Brown? No reason. And he makes like this short list of things that happen in movies that have no reason behind it. And then he says, this movie that you're about to watch is an homage to that factor in movies. And that's, that's what it felt like. (laughs) One of the uh, reviewers for it said that it was like a like Samuel Beckett, which is like an absurdist player idea, like that it's just sort of crazy and don't try and find a whole lot of meaning in it because that's yeah, the point. Like exactly, exactly. <clears throat> that's how it felt, and that's they give you that little warning. But the the part that's the odd premise is after the monologue's done, the camera pivots, and there's an actual audience within the movie listening to this monologue, and then they're all given binoculars. And then they watch the events of this killer tire from this desert-like hilltop. <laughs> and they're like a live audience during the whole thing. And it's mm. really bizarre and messed up. And they actually become part of the story of the movie, or part of the story in the movie. And it's it's pretty interesting. <laughs> I'm hmm. whacked out. Um, Why I do you suppose a... he brought the audience like that into a movie like this? Yeah, I don't know. We should probably find the deep. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. That's a good question, though. So it starts with you're looking at somebody that's sort of just at like a podium talking about. It's a local sheriff, kind of right. like out in the wilderness. You, like it turned. Then you're shown that there's an audience he's talking to. Yeah. And all those people are on top of a hill in the desert. That yeah. So he's talking to the audience, but also talking to right. these cast. You know, part of the cast. Too. Right. Interesting. So and so like is there said, any like is there anything good about the tire killing people or what? Oh, it's good. Yeah, I I, enjoy, I really had a good time at this movie. Um, I pretty much had permagrin throughout the entire. Day. <laughs> um, I I had a little help. We went I went with a uh, GMP uh, frequent co-host, and I thought you were gonna like name the drug that you took. <laughs> <laughs> I went with I went with my good friend. Yeah, uh, went with uh, P's wife and two of his coworkers, and I was sitting next to one of his coworkers who was just stifling her laugh for like an hour or forty minutes or something like. <laughs> that in the movie which was contagious and kept me going as well did she have a good laugh yeah yeah so it it was it was definitely infectious and helped me along but yeah it's the opening sequence is the best part just this tire kind of like becoming sentient learning how to roll it's it's just it's funny um if you're interested in seeing this i would probably recommend you be a few beers in or just be really (laughs) slap happy it's it's funny if you know it's going to be stupid and just random events are going to happen so going into that, I 
I had a really good time. You had, and you had to go see this at one of the local art theaters. There were there many people there. Was it? Um, there was only one showing, a 10 p.m. showing, and there was probably 25, 30 people in the theater. Big time, big time. That's uh, I was I it immediately reminded me when we went to see uh, I'm still here, the Joaquin Phoenix beauty and uh what jeff you'd say there may be like 10 people there and like two or three walked out <laughs> before it was done it was it was not good though yeah 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 this very true very true uh interesting so seeing the killer tire what so what is the strangest premise if the killer tire is not the it? audience part i thought just this oh wait a second we're letting this audience in the movie do they once. show up constantly like the audience yeah, they is, check oh, in on them all the time and they become part of the story at some point Interesting. So it's it's interesting. Cool. Um, right. So Jeff, you uh, also caught some fantastic stuff, correct? I I saw a movie that came out last year. Uh, Fantastic's a strong word. I, I think I would have rather have seen Rubber. It wasn't bad. It's called Cyrus, um, starring John C. Riley, Marissa Tomei, and uh, Jonah uh-huh. Hill. You may remember this movie. Um, the premise is that uh, John C. Riley is starting to date. Marissa Tomei and Cyrus is her uh, Cyrus is the name of Jonah Hill's character is her son and um, there's a lot of awkwardness and uh, he's kind of a he's kind of a little bastard and does these little things to try and kind of keep them separate and uh, and ruin their relationship which sounds like it could be like a funny like Judd Apatow movie but it's, right. it's it's kind of more of like one of those like okay this is awkward and sort of like I feel like a little uncomfortable laughter type movie mm-hmm. if that makes sense um, yeah. it's worth a watch I liked it um, but uh, like is by far the strongest word that I would use for it is it Jonah Hill playing himself pretty much like um, no I mean he's not no 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 he's a lot more serious he's uh, I mean he he's he's sort of the he seems off you, know? just, you do yeah. sort of get the idea in the movie that he plays maybe even possibly like a mentally retarded person Is that no not no it's, not, it's nothing like that he is he's a little emotionally stunted the relationship between he and his mom is is uh, is kind of bizarre and um, so. He, it, He's not like an, it, but it's 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 all right. I would, I mean, you know, get, get, tune in. It's it, it's got a couple of uh, giggles and a couple of uh, neat, neat scenes, I guess, and Marissa Tomei. So, so who, whose yeah. fault is it that this movie's not good? Jonah Hill's, John C. Riley's. I the guys that directed, wrote and directed it, uh, the Duplass brothers or right. Duplass, I'm not sure which it is, just didn't do that great of a job. Okay. They they kind of got stuck between like, is this going to be? Uh, like a drama about, or is this going to be a comedy? And it didn't wind up being either, and it wasn't. So Marissa Tomei did pretty good. I'm slowly yeah. falling in love with her. So yeah, I was say, did, she, did she win you over, Jeff? Did she? Did, she won me over not that long. She won. I, I, I like Marissa Tomei. <laughs> and I noticed that uh, Matt Walsh is in the movie. Is he hilarious? No? That's a good point. I wanted to mention that. Yeah, yeah he's, he plays a small role. Uh, Catherine Keener plays. Um, uh, John C. Riley's ex-wife, who he's still like very much in contact with, like their friends, and John Walsh is her new fiance, Matt or Walsh. Matt Walsh rather. Yeah, Matt Walsh is her new fiance, and he's um he's good. It's it's a relatively small role, but he's showing up everywhere, and he's uh, he's good. Still working. God love that. Yep. Everybody, everybody say Matt Walsh. Go to Matt Walsh. Go to restoremattwalsh.org. <clears throat> <laughs> I just, I wish. I hope it's a website. I really do. Uh, cool. Uh, Josh, I know uh, I. I'm not sure if you had anything prepared. Do you actually catch a movie? Catch a movie? Uh, I caught a movie, but it's already been uh, been reviewed. I believe I saw Fantastic Mr. Fox this week. Yeah, which, which is a pretty fantastic movie. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a clever name. Uh, it's not just a clever name. Although I don't, I don't think the name was uh, was really part of his plan. It was part of Roald Dahl's plan, as as, as I understand. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, it's already been reviewed, but uh, it's pretty good. I don't, I don't know that I would put it up against Wes Anderson's other movies, though. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but um, I felt like it was really solid. But out of out of his movies, probably probably my least favorite. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like that comparison's a difficult one to make just because it right. is so different. But yeah. yeah, I mean I I would probably like film festival style, I probably wouldn't pick that one. But like to watch again, that one might go above uh, Darjeeling Limited or um I'd put it I'd put it on top three soundtracks of his movies. That's oh, for sure. Oh god. The, yeah, the that's uh well yeah. Um yeah, the Wes Anderson out of the Wes Anderson movies, it's tough, and it's I thought it was a really cool movie too. I should see it more, and uh, but I think there's you're a, right. There's also a facet of it that's like the rest of them he wrote with. Well, I don't remember the name of the other guy that helps write or has helped written all of Owen all Wilson. Movies, we, he and there's another guy I think. Uh, Noah Baumbach yeah. did. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah. Uh, so obviously they didn't write this story, which I'm sure had at least it's contributed to the fact that i didn't think it was good um but when you can just sort of create the characters from scratch and manipulate them in whatever way you want uh you certainly have a lot more freedom as a director to do whatever you want there which i think worked well in his other films right and And here it's a little bit more limited to what's already been written i guess and he's like he's so anal about the what's inside the frame it's nice that not only does he get to decide whatever yeah. wearing and what's in the set he gets to decide what every single thing looks like which is yep. cool and I, th- I think and you could tell like just, there are certain characteristics of this that you see in his other films as well and it's just big time even more present in this movie than in, in the other ones demolition expert <laughs> I I love the uh, like the close centered shots on the on the animals' faces where like the fur sort of bristles and stuff yep. like to show. And it's sort of like it's almost uncomfortably close. It's, it's, right, I, right. I really like it. James, have you seen this movie? I have. What do you think? Jeff was nice enough to lend it to me. I enjoyed it. Force liked it a lot. For forced you to watch. <laughs> Clockwork Orange style. And well, would you would you say uh, you'll need to force me to see that because I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> 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 it's it's not a reference to uh to, never mind. Are you referring I, to I understand the reference in the background? Uh what, would you would you put it at the lowest of your Wes Anderson movies, James? Your Wes Anderson experience? No, I think I enjoyed it. See, I have a hard time remembering Bottle Rocket. I need to watch that movie again. But uh based off of just my memories, it would probably go above Bottle Rocket and probably above Darjeeling for me as well. Darjeeling I think is the closest call. It's it's probably pretty even with me for uh with Tenenbaums, but you guys like Tenenbaums a lot more than I did. I was more of the uh, Rushmore fan. Dude, you need to I see like, it. You I need like to Rushmore. see Tenenbaums like three times, and then it'll be your favorite. Yeah, I've only seen it like once and a half, I think. Yeah. Rushmore. <laughs> Rushmore. Uh, yeah, fantastic. I'm happy you guys. I forgot. I did see Salt, but I only saw like part of it, and it wasn't very... It's not worth yeah, yeah, much yeah. speak. I should probably stop talking about it already. Um, and I should, and we will. I like how at the end, how she gets <laughs> away. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's fantastic. That's great. <laughs> so, movie reviews wrapped up. We want. We want to. Not only are we here to, uh, you know, show you guys and help you guys decide on what to go see and what not to see. We're here to flex our. Uh, Say nuts. Our, <laughs> our movie knowledge is what I was going to say. Not nuts. It's going to be pretty pathetic. Uh, 
and the way we do that is by James, the, the quiz master, and uh, his punctuality with uh, his quizzes. <laughs> and we, we bring him on, and he drills us on uh, some movie trivia. And that's what we're here for right now. James, what do you got this this time? Um, I am pulling out an old classic this week. Oh, classics. I like <laughs> yeah. classics. Like um, this one is up. going to be me listing actors' names and you telling me what movie they're all in. So all right, all in stuff. together. Yes. Okay. IMDb so, at the ready. I, I, I have a list of five for each movie. I you will, guys have a computer on for this? Weird. I will... Uh, <laughs> I will uh, mention the three at once, like at first, give a little pause for answers, then another one, pause for answers, and then the last one. So now we have three people, so just in case... Somebody... Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. This is like Ross uh, Perot entering... Mostly I'll just something. be making jokes while you guys answer the questions. <laughs> so, all right. So I guess... Uh, we, without... we lost a Ross Perot joke back there. Can we rewind and play that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I said I didn't know what was going to happen. This is like Ross Perot entering an election. <laughs> So, <laughs> we're all caught up now. Okay. I can move on. All right, <laughs> let's linger. Actually, guys. <laughs> all right, we just lost our twelve-year-old audience. Guys, come on. <laughs> yeah. All right, so here's the first movie. Maybe we should explain who Ross Perot is. No. <laughs> <laughs> they have the internet. They can figure it out. West Coast has it's spelled with a T, it. the French way. Yeah. Sir. <laughs> Perot, right. not Ross. <laughs> okay first movie i'm ready for the quiz <laughs> i'm clearly not chaz palmentary jesus christ gabriel byrne kevin spacey usual suspects yes god too easy yeah that's why i started with yeah because you got it <laughs> all right next one Hope Davis, Oliver Platt, and Kevin Bacon. Oliver Platt, Kevin Bacon. Tremors. Crawl. <laughs> Next What's name? What's that one where he turns invisible? Because I want to say that name. <laughs> it is not Hollow Man. Damn it. The next name? Platt. Julia Roberts. Kevin Bacon. Wow. <gasps> Roberts. Kevin Bacon. Bloodlines. Yes. Oh, that's correct. God damn it. Did they make out? Damn did Kevin Bacon make out with Julia Roberts in that movie? Probably. I don't remember. Who's so, Hope Davis? Um, <laughs> did you ever see Matador? No, not yet. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Yeah, with Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Matador. Matador. Yeah, yeah, Oh, that girl. Yeah. yeah. She's in it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, next movie. Like her. Huh. Stellan Skarsgård, Sam Neill, Tim Curry. Hmm. I like Sam Neill. Next name? Fred Thompson. Are you sure you didn't mean to say Peter Skarsgård? I did. <laughs> and I think that's a Sarsgard. Sarsgard, Skarsgård. There's a so difference. We've got Fred Thompson, Guard, Tim Guard. Curry, Sam Neill, Stellan Skarsgård. Oh, it's Hunt for the October? Yes. Damn! I didn't know Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry is in that. Curry's the medical guy. He's the bastard. God, that is so great. I'm <laughs> he gets happy. Missed off the ship. October got man. thrown in the mix. That's fantastic. speaking of Hunt for October. Greg was. We were, I was talking to Greg the other day, and he would just not stop dropping 
quotes from that Octel. <laughs> yeah, it's another reason thing. to stop talking to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that I can name any quotes from that movie. Our our text log it just includes all Hunt for the October quote. <laughs> Josh, just going stop it, stop I would, it. <laughs> I would I would really like to be the one there, just typing in. Man, I'm so sick of hunting for Red October. <laughs> 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 All right. I don't know any quotes. All right. Jeffrey Jones, Catherine O'Hara. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, shit. And Winona Ryder. I didn't miss. I missed the second name. Catherine O'Hara. Hmm. Next name, Gina Davis. Oh, Beetlejuice. Yes. Oh. Nice, nice job. Fuck. Good old Winona okay. Ryder. Everybody's favorite. Next name or next movie? Jennifer Jason Lee, J.T. Walsh, Donald Sutherland. Donald Sutherland, front of the show. The Italian job. Most people are enemies, but Donald's a friend. I guess. Next name? Robert De Niro. The fuck? Uh, the Italian job too. <laughs> I bet I know what it is. Oh, the last name? Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. So to and review, Robert De Niro were in a movie together. Yes. Yeah. Holy Jennifer shit. Jason Lee, Escape from LA. JT Walsh, Donald Sutherland, De Niro, and Kurt Russell. Wow. Escape from the theater. Uh, <laughs> Neville Sky. <laughs> wow. The the... Uh, Nothing. Yeah. I, this yeah. one was backdraft. Oh, oh, I just got that. My dad made me watch that like 500 times. Oh, I dude, like, I remember going over to your house and your dad making us both. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff's here. Fantastic. Have a seat. We're watching. <laughs> Have you seen Backdraft <laughs> only once? All right. Have a seat, Mulford. All right. Next movie. Ed Harris. Yeah, De Niro plays the fire marshal. Alan Arkin and Jack Lemmon. Wow. Um, oh, I'm going to Ross. Boom. Shit. Yes, it is Glengarry Glen Ross. I said Jeff. that first. I said that first. That's why you shouted shit afterwards? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it, I'm saying it first. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. What's funny is the first thing that popped in my head was ABC. And I, then it took me an extra second to think of Glengarry Glen Ross. <laughs> All right, next movie. John Voight, Cuba Gooding Jr., Kate Beckinsale. Wow. My girl. Watch. Kate Beckinsale, John Voight. Wait, 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 wait. Cuba Gooding Jr. Jerry Maguire. It is not Jerry Maguire. Next I name? Was. Ben Affleck. What the hell? Oh my god. Why haven't I seen this movie? Is the next question. Maybe because Ben Affleck's in it. <laughs> Last name? Reindeer Games. No. Last name? Josh Hartnett. Gone, baby, gone. Nope. Oh, um, Pearl Harbor. Yes. Oh, God. That's why you haven't seen it. (laughs) Or you have seen it and blocked it out. One of the two. Oh, shit. All right. We're going to get hate mail just because you're using. (laughs) Okay, next movie. Willem Dafoe. Nice. Vivica A. Fox. Oliver Stone. Wow. Oliver Stone's in the movie? Yeah. Weirdly enough. Vivica A. Fox, Independence Day. No. Nope. Jackie Brown. When you say it heroically like that, I'm <laughs> next name: Tom Berenger. 
Hmm. Now I'm perturbed. Are you Wait, any is other that the guy from Top Gun? Wall Street. Tom Berenger is the guy from Major League. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Uh, last name? Tom Cruise. He's the one from Top Gun. <laughs> he's, the, <laughs> he's the guy. So Minority go, Report? Go through the last, go through all of them again. Willem Dafoe, Vivica A. Fox, Oliver Stone, Tom Berenger, Tom Cruise. Uh, Platoon? No. Tropic Thunder? No. I was going to say, like, who's Vivica E. Fox in Platoon? But I thought it was right. Fuck. All right. The correct answer is Born on the Fourth of July. No wonder I didn't know what the hell it was. I haven't seen that movie. Because you weren't okay. born on the Fourth of July. I'm going to go through the Willem Dafoe filmography. That's right. No, it's a good don't. idea. I, I've seen The Last Temptation of Christ. That was that, so, you know. <laughs> so it's sort of like that. All right. Next one. Deborah Messing. Hank Azaria. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Hmm. Don't mess with the Zohan. No idea. Next name? Couples ben. Retreat, or whatever the hell that movie is. Ben Stiller. Hmm. Who's the third name? Philip Seymour Hoffman. And the second name? Hank Azaria. Ben Stiller. Not Zoolander. It is not. I've the last name it. is Jennifer Aniston. Uh... So you have the Deborah Messing, Hank Azaria, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Ben Stiller. Along came Polly. It is Along came Polly. Oh my god. Who was Philip Seymour Hoffman in that movie? He's the friend. The He's friend. actually kind of funny in this that movie. He's like one well, of the highlights of that movie. He likes to play basketball and he sucks, but he yells awesome things while he's shooting. <laughs> he yells awesome things like, <laughs> I, am the, I am and... the king. Yes, he basically he thinks he's God's gift. It's kind of funny. He's kind of All the right. highlight of just about any movie, I would say. That could be. Uh-huh. All right, next movie. Jonah Hill, Mila Kunis, Paul Rudd. Every movie. Oh, I know this. This is... Uh... Damn Mila it. Kunis, Jonah Hill, Paul Rudd. Mila Kunis, where does she fit in? Oh, this is forgetting Sarah Funny Marshall. People? Yes, it is forgetting. Oh, good job, good job. Good work, Josh. All right, next movie. Doing terrible. Ken Leong, Alan, or sorry, Alan, Anna Paquin, and Laura Linney. Ken Leong, Squid yes. and the Whale. It is the Squid and the Whale. Son of a nice. bitch. That's what's Damn. up. Dude, that's Jeff, what's up. Jeff watches that movie every other week. I've only really <laughs> seen that movie once, actually. I would really he's like always calling me when he's watching that yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. Have you seen this movie yet? Let's watch it together over the phone. <laughs> okay, next movie. Alan Alda, John C. Riley, Kate Beckinsale. Dude. Wow. Doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, that is a trick question. <laughs> you are right. Canadian bacon. I have no idea. <laughs> next name. John C. Riley, Alan Alda, Kate Beckinsale. And Kate Blanchett. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Last name? Leo DiCaprio. Shakespeare in Love. No. No. The Man in the Iron Mask. No. <laughs> the Beach. Titanic. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the the correct answer. Inception. Is the Aviator. The oh. Aviator. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Kate's been in all these terrible movies. All this time I thought I was Aviator's in love with her. Aviator's a good movie, dickweed. 
Obviously, because right. you remembered it so vividly. God. Next movie. Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, Beerfest, and Tommy <laughs> Chong. Oh. Uh, old not Beerfest? Beerfest. Old it is not Beerfest. Huh. Willie Nelson's in it. Willie Nelson, Snoop Dogg, and Tommy Chong. Dazed and confused. No. Next name? Jim Brewer. Wow. Half-baked. Half-baked is got correct. It. It's got <laughs> it. I like the all-star cast Wait. in the first three names. Willie Why Nelson, is... Snoop Dogg, and Tommy Chong. Why is yeah. Snoop Dogg in a movie called Half-Baked? I don't know. <laughs> or Tommy Chong. Or Willie Nelson. Same reason for Willie Nelson. Was like Dave Chappelle or something? Yes. Dave yeah. Chappelle was the fifth. All right. Just wanted to uh, save some face there by naming another person in the movie. Thanks. Uh, all right. We're getting the tough ones here now. Um, I guess we'll go with this one. Jack Black, Rose McGowan, and Joey Lauren Adams. Did you say Joey Lawrence? Joey Lauren Adams. Okay. Big difference. Rose McGowan and Jack Black. This is going to be a tough one until we get to the end. <laughs> Next name. Jackal. William Atherton. Cable guy. Cable guy. And for those of you who don't know who William Atherton is, you should know who William is. <laughs> Learn this name after we're done here. Last name? Polly Shore. Wow. Encino uh, Man? No. Biodome? Duty. Biodome is correct. Oh, dude, why did you say Stephen Baldwin, dick? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next move. Um, the gallon of Wait, can we get a scoreboard real quick here? Because I am fucking killing yeah. it. It's, uh... You have eight. No way. He has Josh eight. has two and one. he has one. Oh and my two God. went unanswered. Oh my no, God. Three went unanswered. He has eight? <laughs> one of those I got, though, because I definitely said Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross first. Oh, God. At least after you edited it, you did. <laughs> Serious right. math going well, on here. Listeners, the listeners will decide. Do we have time for more here? I got four more if we want. Yeah, do it, do it. Okay. William Hurt, Billy Crudup, Angelina Jolie. Hmm. AI. Curve bullet movie. <laughs> it is not like it, no. <laughs> Next name? Oh, the second curve bullet movie, by the way. <laughs> Robert De Niro. Wow. Um, Billy Crudup, Robert De Niro. Where's Angelina? Last name, Matt Damon. Stop paying attention. Let somebody else catch you up. <laughs> to review, William Hurt, it, Billy Crudup, Angelina Jolie, De Niro, and Matt Damon. Wow. Nothing. Seems like it should be doable. Ocean's like, Eleven, no idea. No, it's called Good Shepherd. Oh, no wonder. Yeah. No one's ever seen that movie. Yeah, I hate Shepherds. Who can I hate Shepard? I know this one's good. It's <laughs> no, a good Shepard. Oh, yeah, okay. that's 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 terrible. That's not the type All of right. show on this podcast. Next movie. <laughs> Joseph Fine. Evan Rachel Wood. Wait, I never figured out who Appleton or whatever his name was. Oh, William Atherton? Atherton. He's uh the guy from Ghostbusters, the asshole. Oh, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. He's everybody's yeah. favorite. Walter Peck. Yep, he's Walter Peck. Thank you. I drew a blank on his name. Can you start over with the... the... Okay, so new movie is Joseph Fine, Evan Rachel Wood, and Gwyneth Paltrow. 
Next name? Great Expectations. Great no. Expectations. Brian Cox. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Last name? <laughs> Annette Benning. Joseph Fine. Evan Rachel Wood. Gwyneth Paltrow. Brian Cox. Annette Benning. Dude, not betting's up. It starts with a the, doesn't it? it starts with a no, the. it does not. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what your odds were to get that right, but you failed. It has vowels in it, right? No shit. <laughs> the correct answer is running with scissors. It's like uh, ask, that's like asking if your guy has a hat on if you're playing Gasu. Yeah. it was like that. Was Next all. one. I don't know if anyone's seen this out of you guys, but we'll Crawl. see. Jessica Beale. Judy Greer, Susan Sarandon. Damn. Jessica B. Susan. Mad Money. No. Milk Money. Is it something like that? No. Color Next, money. next name is Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> wow. Lots of chicks. League of their own. <laughs> <laughs> last name. Girls. <laughs> Orlando Bloom. Oh, God. Peace. Period. Peace. So you have Jessica Beale, Judy Greer, Susan Sarandon, Kirsten Dunst, and Orlando Bloom. Sounded okay till Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Could you you couldn't just name a fifth chick? No. The correct answer is Elizabethtown. Oh. <laughs> okay. Last one. Oliver Platt. Ghostbusters. Oh. Joan Cusack. Melanie Griffith. Joan Cusack. We're all fans Sweethearts. Cusack. This is not America's Sweethearts. It's a good guess, though. Bicentennial man. No, the next move or next uh, name Sigourney <laughs> Weaver. Hmm. What's that president movie? Dave. Nope. The last name is Harrison Ford. Air Force One. No. Damn it. <laughs> Oliver Platt, Joan Cusack, Melanie Griffith. By pure force Sigourney of will, Weaver, Greg makes Air Force One star. <laughs> 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 this is the only place that movie has ever got any press at all. Oliver Platt, Harrison Ford, and I already lost the rest of them. Sigourney no, Weaver, Melanie Griffith, Joan Cusack. Hmm. Correct answer? Working Girl. Oh my god. Such an awful movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> I have never heard of that. Oh, man, that was... So, I'm happy we could flex our mind brains on that. I'm happy uh, Jeff I gave up the last few. But so I, I... the the, uh, the non-answered almost caught up to Jeff. Almost. <laughs> it was eight. <laughs> hey, to nice seven job. Non-answered. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Help <laughs> um, the game. I'm You'll happy me next time. Happy you could be I so won. funny this time, James, because it's your last episode. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, son of a bitch. Those are excellent quiz. Perfect attendance award, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent quiz, James. Thank you uh, for making it. I'm sorry I couldn't perform any better. I, uh, I've had I a long day. It. I'm really tired. And I think I have pneumonia from being outside in the cold. I don't know about... like Jeff's on yeah, these... We missed all the bitching at the beginning of the episode. I was wondering if it was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> was it not cold, Jim? Was it not cold today? Uh, it wasn't that cold. <laughs> working, it was drizzling. I was cold and wet. Come on, give me a break. All right, yeah, I didn't work outside. So. <laughs> so continuing with the complaining, uh, Parker Posey. 
greatest, greatest feature of ever. And by the I'm way, I'm never going to complain about the Parker. Pony. Well, I, I'm going to get to everyone's answers. Everyone's answers was sort of complaining, and I'm going to get to that. But first, I want to mention that Parker Posey still likes fantastic. That picture, every time I look at it, it's like, okay, Parker Posey, you and I can hang out sometime. You're, you're cool. And she's the greatest greatest fan of the show, greatest friend of the show, and I'm uh, happy she's on board. But um, Can I interrupt for one minute? You, yeah. I forgot to mention that this quiz had a theme to be answered on the boards. I'm going to read the, the movies real quick for the listeners if you don't mind. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Why not? Uh, Beetlejuice, Hunt for Red October, Glen Gary, Glen Ross, Pearl Harbor, Along Came Polly, Aviator, Usual Suspects, Flatliners, Backdraft, Forgetting Sir Marshall, Born on the Fourth of July, The Squid and the Whale, Half Baked, Biodome, Good Shepherd, Running with Scissors, Elizabeth Town, Working Girl. Those are okay. all movies. Oh, <laughs> nice. You got it. <laughs> all written by Jane Austen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Air yeah. Force One was a correct answer. Is all remakes that are going to involve zombies next year? Oh, that would be fantastic. Has anybody been to a Borders recently? You're probably right. That's all the time there is those uh, Pride and Prejudice and Sea Monsters and stuff <laughs> like. So, back to the matter at hand. The Parker Posey, and I was yelling about something, and then everybody interrupted me. Um, oh yeah, I was talking about how Parker Posey was fantastic, and now the Parker Posey question which last week was from me. Fantastic question. Which comic-based movie is most likely to take your money this summer? Uh, fairly simple. A lot of opinions on it, but what I noticed from everybody's answers was people aren't so happy with comic book movies anymore. No. Seems no. like all the choices were made by default. Right, right, exactly. Like, Jar was the only one that's like, you know, I'm pretty interested in a lot of these, and everyone else is like, well, I might see them. And everybody else, yeah. If I, if I have to see one, it'll be this. Yeah, right. Okay, you're making me see one. Uh, I just I, not realize that we're pretty well divided amongst the four major options. The four yeah, of us yeah, are, we are. It's kind of funny. Um, are you saying that Priest isn't a major option? <laughs> Correct. That is exactly what I'm saying. You're suggesting? Yeah, it's... Uh, I was I really I was really happy with the answers. And I, I was just... Uh, it is interesting to see the pattern where everyone's just pissed off. And I'm pretty sure Jarv just kind of hangs out in the wings of the forums until a comic thing comes up, and then he throws down like a 40-paragraph <laughs> post. Well, you know he's reading it, though, then. Yeah, I know. I like it. Drops it's kind of funny. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you guys so much for partaking. It's, it's, it's so, it is probably the funnest thing we do. The funnest thing. Other than making fun of Jeff and his alcoholism. But everything else is, everything else is just right up there. Very good. Uh, right, so on to this week's Parker Posey question, which James is... Uh, this is just your episode today. It's, uh, your I know. And it's been two, two cycles since I've given a Parker Posey question. Right, because another gym took over while yeah. you know, he stepped so it's in. It's kind of weird. I feel out of practice. And I've been trying to <laughs> think really of something... Yeah, I've been trying to think of something good, and I'm just... I don't know. To give just, you an just idea. imagine that weird Asian dude that listens to our podcast. Imagine him <laughs> naked. <laughs> you, you'll you'll, you'll he be was, okay. He was doing that anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, just to, give you, just to give you an idea of how effed up my brain works, I was trying to think of a question. So I was trying to think of something timely. I'm like, okay, well, it's Easter time. Can I link something in with that? Well, you know. <laughs> the resurrection, maybe? Yes, that's exactly <laughs> where I went. Oh, God. Yes, so my question is, <laughs> what deceased Hollywood talent would you like oh to bring God. back to life so they can perform in today's day and age? Can Do we get... make a religion out of it? <laughs> <laughs> Do I get uh, no. one movie out of this guy or girl, or do I get, like... What's that? Do I get one movie out of this person or doesn't? No, like just to, you get to enjoy this person's career at their prime in today's day and age. 
Oh, so we're not resurrecting them like like no, Marlon so they're Brando. Old, they like if I resurrect old. Marlon Brando, I get like uh, right. is he the Messiah at that point on the waterfront? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. You can get them in the prime of their career. That doesn't can have he, to be at he, the uh, state. Can he cure leprosy? Um, probably. Water to wine. That's a, that's a deal breaker for me. <laughs> no, no, but he can walk on water. Walk on water, yes. Water, wine, no. Okay. So anyway, have, go ahead. Um, <laughs> I always try to take the first. The uh, the idea is to get someone who hasn't been around during your lifetime. That's the idea. But if you need to use like a Chris Farley answer, be my guest. But like I was trying to hope to get like the old people out, basically. That's that was the the idea behind this question. So my answer is Yul Brynner, uh, quite simply because he's a badass in his movies, and I really enjoy watching him act. And I think he would actually translate kind of well in today's cinema. And that's about the extent of it. I just I've always enjoyed him, and yeah, I think he's going to be a good fit for today's day and age. Because he would transfer well to today's day and age. Yes, I he's think a... he could. I think he could still be the same type of actor he was back then in today's movies. He's a. Uh, he's the the Anne and the King guy, right? Is that that? Yes, guy? he's also plays Pharaoh in Ten Commandments. Right. He's so bald. big religious thing going on here, Jim. Big religious. Yeah, thing. Yeah. famous for being bald. <laughs> yes, he's, he's the bald guy. He's the bald guy from the past. That's how you know. I, I don't like that. Harrison Patrick Stewart are my balls, guys. Can, can I tell you something a little bit embarrassing? When you said Yul Brenner, for some reason my mind went to Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> That's not embarrassing at all. <laughs> uh, especially since you know he's not like and he's not an actor really, but yeah. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> all right, in danger, in danger. Wait, did I misunderstand the question? <laughs> it's not a character. Hans Gruber is a character. In danger of Josh taking my answer, since Josh has one. Well, let's, I'll defer. Better than yours, by the way. Okay. I don't know if it is. What you got, Josh? Oh, you want me to go right now? Or... Go, ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'm saying James Dean. Oh, my, mine's way better than yours. Way better. <laughs> you're, you're ridiculous, all first right. off. All right, so. You're going to eat your words in about three seconds. Okay, so we've got all these all these movies that are coming out and we always try to put like badass guys in all these action movies um they're all over the screen but if we brought back the original badass james dean he would just put all of them to shame and i really think that that's pretty much the reason behind me picking him i think james dean was awesome completely iconic nobody's gonna argue with that and i think if you put him now up against the people that are in hollywood making uh action movies and shit like that they're supposed to be badass uh he would just put them to shame I like that we both use the badass factor in our reason. I'll go. I'll go last because I'm pretty sure I still have the best answer. Jeff, you get you ready to go? Um, you know, I I couldn't come up with anything good, so I'll go with Marilyn Monroe because seeing her bring her uh, back to put everyone to shame. Good idea. I like that. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, you see, you, like, I don't know. I feel like what's considered sexy to some extent changes over over time, but she kind of had something that seems to be somewhat uh, timeless, and um, it'd be interesting to see how she uh, in her prime translated to what. Uh, Hollywood's take on sexy is now and what kind of role she would. So you're suggesting if you were to bring her back, if she would be popular at all, or are you suggesting she would actually, how she would change the market perhaps? I'm yeah. I mean a little bit of both, I think, you know? All right. Interesting. I like it. And then, you know, you have a chance to have sex with her at that point. That's a bonus. (laughs) Not, not just, wait, is she just back (laughs) for the movies or she's back in real life too? 
She's back in real life making movies. Okay. So she, she you could like interview her and stuff. <laughs> I suppose that's possible. That's Kiss not the aspect mouth. I'm focusing on. I'm worried about the film aspect. But yes. Oh, I just don't know. I don't know if this counts. Now that now that I thought of my genius answer, I don't know if it counts. I just don't know. I think I know what your answer is. You do? Can I guess? Can I guess? Uh, yeah, go ahead. John Candy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 before Greg gives his answer, I have an amazing fun fact. William Atherton, the guy that plays uh, Walter Peck, right, mm-hmm. in, was in three episodes of Murder She Wrote, but he played three different characters. Nice. So I like it. <laughs> He's that good. They bring him back no matter what. Cue music. All right, all right. No, no, no. I've. <laughs> I got to give my answer still. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't sure if he was in a movie or not. He is in a movie. Well, my answer is Andy Kaufman and huge bonus to the fact that even when he died, people thought it was a joke. So if we brought him back, it would be like, Oh my God, he never died. This is the best joke ever. You got that going for you. Big wins. Yeah. And you've got, yeah. And yeah. And the fact that he would be drop like comedy right now. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I would. <laughs> I'm not going to say comedy. Except Norm McDonald. I mean, who's who's right. making funny things? That's a great question. Zach Galifianakis is a very funny guy. Yes, yeah, that's true. Saying, Do you care about the whole movie aspect of it? Or you're just more focused on the the hoax part of it type of I uh I do like the fact the Greg, hoax... Greg's focused on the fact that he has a good answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Um, he was in a movie or two called Heartbeats. Yeah, he's been in eight titles, and three or four of them, no, five of them were TV. Hey, he died when he was 35. Are you suggesting that he wouldn't have been in more movies had he lived longer? So, hey, if I, I live to be a thousand, I'll probably be in movies too. Right, exactly. So, yeah. give no, him some he's time. Right. He was on his he's way. He's right. He was on his <laughs> way. And I really think uh, you bring back Andy Kaufman, and your life's going to be a lot more interesting. So, everybody just back off, and uh, my answer is number one. I yeah, like, I, I, I picture you know, kind great, of a, you know, uh, a, a, a Borat-style comedy career for him. Well, I would say way better than... I I'm just know. saying that style, you know, just messing with people all the time. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. <laughs> I think Andy Kaufman would... I think Andy Kaufman would transform comedy today. I think he would. Uh Right, so James, it was your question. Could you rephrase uh, it one last time? We'll put it up on uh, gunkvet.com and also on our Facebook page uh, if you look for the movie hour. Uh, yes. Um, what deceased Hollywood talent would you like to bring back to life so they can perform in today's day and age? Ideally, not someone who performed at all during your lifetime. I don't think Jim likes my answer, by the way. Uh, but I don't mind it. I like it, actually. Okay, okay, that's fine. Awesome. Again, guys, it's been a long night. Uh, a lot of a lot of drinking involved. Everyone's tired. A little a little uh I wasn't drinking. I was what? <laughs> you were mean drinking means something different to you yeah. than it does to us. <laughs> <laughs> I was sipping on my alcohol. <laughs> oh man. James Jaffe, another fantastic episode. Thank you so much for your input once again. Thanks for stopping by everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, drive safe, people. <laughs> Josh, bye guys. Thanks for coming back, dude. It's been a it's been a West Coast event. Uh, yeah, we're spreading like wildfire out here. Come join the party. True story. Everyone, take care. <laughs> Thank you again for listening. <laughs> wildfire joke. Wildfire joke. <laughs> <laughs>
too soon? <laughs> I mean, have they started yet? I mean, like, is it literally too soon in the year? <laughs> the fantastic episode, Audrey Hepburn's Breakfast at the Movie Hour. <laughs> What's she gonna do now? <laughs> <laughs> what does he want us to do now? <laughs> no, no, they're making fun. Uh... <laughs> hey guys, Green Hornets out on Blu-ray and DVD. Make sure to mention that. Sweet. Is, it the same, is. is it the same price as toilet paper? Adi Capo Spider. You are on fire! <laughs> Say something to the show! <laughs> <laughs> I would rather wipe my ass with the movie than with a nice soft sheet of fucking toilet paper. I'm not willing to pay for <laughs> Welcome everyone. Yeah, I know, right? I didn't like to say I said welcome. I don't I didn't like the way I said welcome. Walk off. Me, me neither. Do it again. I'm afraid someone's just going to yell, stop, stop. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. This is all wrong. <laughs>